It's unnecessary roughness. It's not really about making a name. It's really about trying to go out there and do your job. And who's disciplined enough to do it? As many plays as they're out there. I don't want 11 guys going out there as independent contractors trying to light up the scoreboard. That's not really the way to play football, you know. So you got to trust the other guys around you, and you got to do your part. This will be our first opportunity to see that. I'd say as a whole, with all three faces. This is unnecessary roughness. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Here's your boy Q. Q. You just heard from Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels right there talking about Sunday's game and what he doesn't want to see, as he mentioned, 11 independent contractors. I had to laugh when he said that as we were sitting in the media room earlier today at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. He said, I don't want to see 11 independent contractors. That's fantastic. That's a really good way of putting it. You know, and I I think that you could probably – do that and and use that description probably in everyday walk of life, right? I mean, no matter where you work, right, the the best way to get good results is what? To go out there and do it like a team instead of a bunch of individual uh, contractors. I I thought that was an awesome little line, but to the point of what he was trying to make is these guys don't have to go out there and make a name for themselves on Sunday. All they have to do is go out there and do what they're supposed to do. Right. And of course, there's a lot of competition. They've got 90 guys on the roster. Obviously, there's not going to be 90 guys on the roster when they fly to Denver to take on the Broncos. We know that. So, you know, these guys are going to want to leave an impression. But at the same time, it's when you start trying to leave an impression and trying to build a name for yourself. That's when things go wrong. That's when guys get hurt. I mean, you just got to go out there and you got to play football and let the chips fall where they may. So I thought that was a really good line right there from head coach Josh McDaniels, who met with us earlier today at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920, being brought to you by the Jewelers of Las Vegas. My man Ari is in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. And, of course, I'm in the home studio. I like to call it Studio Q. And, man, I'll tell you one thing. I like to come in here and jump on the radio and say, all right, it's Friday. We're going to finish strong. Well, I'll tell you what. The Raiders, their defense, the team in general, they got that message early this morning. (laughs) It wasn't about me saying finish strong. It was about the team saying finish strong in these joint practices against the San Francisco 49ers day two. I was real curious to see how the 49ers were going to come back after yesterday where I thought it was a good practice on both sides, but I felt like the Raiders' defense made some nice plays and the Raiders' offense and Jimmy G did some good things as well. I was wondering how the 49ers were going to come back and if they were going to have themselves a day today. And I'll tell you right now, on the strength of that Raiders' defense, and I don't want to get too high or too low on anything that I see in training camp or even anything I see in preseason. Like, I'm not going to come in here on Monday and be bouncing off the walls because of something I saw at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. But I'll tell you what. The fact that the Raiders and their defenders are looking for the ball, are trying to make plays on the ball, is a big deal to me. And there was a bunch of interceptions that happened today, some off Brock Purdy, some off Sam Darnold. I don't even know if Trey Lance got an interception thrown, but I'll tell you what, with all the the interceptions that were thrown and, and the fact that the Raiders' defenders are going to look for the ball, I think that's a really big deal. So you want to talk about finish strong on Friday. The Raiders, their defense, their offense, they all finished strong on Friday. Of course, uh, there was a a moment of everyone got concerned when Devontae Adams got hit pretty hard on a slant pattern and and just it was a clean play. It wasn't dirty, but but he went down and he didn't return to practice, you know, kind of limped off the field, actually was helped off the field and then limped back to the locker room. But uh, after after practice, talking to head coach Josh McDaniels, it doesn't sound like anything is too serious. So that was a sigh of relief. But as soon as it happened, I remember looking up at Vic Tafer, who I was standing near, and I said, who is that? Who, who is that? You know, because all of a sudden there's a circle around him. Wait, who, who's down? Who's down? Devontae. 
And all you could think of is everyone on the sideline said, that's Devontae. That's Devontae. So, of course, you know everyone's going to think the worst. But, again, when he, uh, you know, got up, was helped off the field, you know, and then uh, sat there on one of the Gatorade coolers for a little while and was talking to the trainers and finally stood up on his own and, and literally walked to the locker room on his own. Didn't have any trainers helping him. Didn't even have any trainers next to him. He just kind of walked off, uh, went, through the, went through the doors and, and into the, to the uh, weight room or, or wherever the locker room area is there at the practice facility. So, uh, again, Joshua Daniels didn't sound like it was uh, too serious when we talked to him following practice, so obviously that's something we'll continue to monitor. But it's safe to say you won't see Devontae on Sunday. <laughs> Don't think you'll see him at all throughout the course of training camp or throughout the course of uh, preseason anyway, but it's safe to say you ain't going to see him out there on Sunday. So uh, I think he avoided a, a big injury, which is always good because, again, in training camp, you're all, that's the number one goal is get guys from training camp, practice, to the regular season. So uh, I think that everything is pretty good when it comes to Devontae Adams. But, of course, we'll find out later on uh, after they, you know, test or, or or after he gets some rest and all that good stuff. But it didn't seem like it was too serious. But speaking of serious, we got a serious show lined up for you today. Very excited about what we're going to bring to you. It is Alumni Weekend. Excited about Alumni Weekend. I remember being at the uh, at the stadium last year for Alumni Weekend, and, and I believe that was before the Patriots game when they had that. And, man, it was a whole lot of fun, right, being able to talk to all the different Raider alumni that uh, went through, and it was almost like a silver a silver carpet that they had, and so they gave us an opportunity to catch up with a bunch of different uh, Raider legends, and so they're going to do the same thing on uh, on Sunday. Now, I'll be doing the pregame show, so I won't be able to be at that, at that, silver, that silver carpet event, but – Still going to have an opportunity to get a couple of the, the Raider legends and some of the alumni on the pregame show. Myself and Donald Penn will be doing that. Uh, JT and Lincoln Kennedy will be on the broadcast as well. Jason Horowitz will be doing things on the TV side of things. And we're all going to meet up tonight and have ourselves a little conversation about everything moving forward for t- Sunday and obviously the rest of preseason as well, moving into the regular season. But uh, there's going to be a lot of alumni in town, and it's always great to see when a Raider alumni get together how much fun they have. So definitely looking forward to this upcoming weekend and anything that I can uh, get over the weekend, over the course of the weekend, any kind of conversations I can get with any of these legends, please believe I'll bring to the show on Monday. I always look forward to doing that. Speaking of legends, speaking of alumni, Kenny King Sr., he's going to join us at 2.30. He's going to get everything started. Of course, he had the iconic 80-yard touchdown catch uh, in the Super Bowl versus the Eagles, and that's a play that everyone always thinks of when they think of Kenny King Sr. and and just how important he was and the role he played in helping the Raiders win two Super Bowls and, you know, the fact that he was drafted by the Houston Oilers and traded after one year to the the Raiders and just always was the Raiders the rest of his uh, NFL career. So it's always good to catch up with Kenny. I want to say we caught up with them maybe a couple years ago on Alumni Weekend. It might have been last last year for Alumni Weekend. Not 100% sure, but Kenny's always great to catch up with, so uh, he'll join us coming up at 2.30. At 3 o'clock, Cassie Soto from the RJ. Of course, she's out at practice each and every day. She'll join us to give her thoughts on everything current going on with the Silver and Black, everything she's been able to see at the practice facility the last few days. And, you know, I can go back to last Friday and Saturday when I saw the Raiders in that defense start to make plays. And we talked about Jimmy G had been picked off seven times, and I kept saying I want to see if it translates. You know, is it gonna is it gonna go into next week? Are they gonna still continue to stack good days? Are they gonna be able to do it against somebody else that's not wearing their uniforms? And Lo and behold, they have, right? I mean, Robert Spillane gets a couple today. Marcus Peters gets one. Duke Shelley gets one. Marcus Epps gets one. I mean, it's like, you get a pick, you get a pick, you get a pick, you get a pick. Like, Oprah was handing those things out today, right? I mean, every time. No joke. 
No joke. Like, I know it sounds like I'm just being funny, but I'm not. Marcus Epps comes up with an interception, and then, like, two plays later, Spillane comes up with one. And then about three plays later, Masterson comes up with one. And then a couple plays later, to end this certain uh, session, Duke Shelley comes up with one. And every time I tweet that, well, there's another interception, I keep telling myself, like, is this really happening? Am I, am I, is there something wrong that I'm, I'm missing out on? Because the Raiders don't traditionally come up with this. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to lead the league in interceptions and takeaways next year. I'm not saying that. I know I got the target for interceptions at 20. That's my number that I have for them. I got 40 sacks and 20 interceptions is what I think that this Raiders defense needs to do or at least aim for. I'm not saying they're going to even hit that. They might not ever get an interception at all throughout the course of the next season. But I'll tell you what, I would be shocked because these guys are out there looking for the ball. They're hunting the ball and that is a big difference from the Raiders defenses that I've seen in a long time the last time I believe that the Raiders actually hunted the ball was 2016 when they made the playoffs they made the playoffs in 2016 if you look at their defense it wasn't great Khalil Mack won defensive player of the year it wasn't a fantastic defense but the one thing that they were really good at was creating turnovers they got turnovers at the right, right times and were able to turn those into points or stop the other team from scoring obviously and uh, in, in at perfect times so Creating turnovers is a big deal. And so we'll talk to Cassie about everything she's been able to see as she's out at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center uh, about 3 o'clock. Obviously, Cassie is from the RJ. I mentioned Kenny King Sr. is going to join the show, uh, former Raider running back at 2.30, right? Well, if you're going to have Sr. on, you got to have Junior on, right? It's a family affair. It's alumni weekend. Raider Nation, Raiders are a family, right? So Kenny King Jr., host of The Real Talk on Blue Wire Pods, he's actually going to join the show at 3.30. One, I want to just talk to him about, hey, look, man, I mean, your, 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 your pops obviously is a big deal with the, in the history of the Raiders. Obviously, he's had iconic moments, right, in the biggest game that you could ever, ever play in, which is the Super Bowl. You know, just what does Alumni Weekend mean for Kenny, a guy that's been around the Raiders forever? So just a lot of different things I want to talk to Kenny about, plus obviously get his thoughts on so far what the Raiders are doing in training camp. Again, he hosts the Real Talk podcast on Blue Wire Pods, does a really good job. Uh, he's silver and black through and through. You know, when, you, when you're born into it, you ain't got no options, right? I told, I told my kids, and look, I ain't never playing for the Raiders, and nobody in my family's ever played for the Raiders. But when my kids were born, I was like, hey, you ain't got no options, right? You're, you're, you're born into this, and so it's just it is what it is. The minute that you want to get froggy and leap and go do something else, well, then you're on your own, Jack. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the, the roots run a lot deeper when it comes to Kenny as his father, former Raider running back, two-time Super Bowl champ. So, there's that. Kenny King Jr. will join us at 3.30. I look forward to that conversation. At 4 o'clock or around 4 o'clock, sometime in the 4 o'clock hour, we'll have David Lombardi from The Athletic. He covers the 49ers like a glove. I've been talking to him the last couple days through joint practices. And it's one thing for me to come back and tell you what the Raiders did and how they looked against the 49ers. But it's another thing for a guy that covers the 49ers to come back and say what the 49ers look like against the Raiders and and how the Raiders did against the 49ers, right? And the fact that the defense is out there making plays. And I kind of want to know what David's expectations were when he arrived in Las Vegas, ready to see these joint practices, as opposed to what he saw the last two days. Because I'm just going to go off of a gut feeling here. I have a feeling it's a little bit different, right? I have a feeling he expected to see one thing, and when he got here and saw the last two days of joint practices, saw a completely different thing. And I'll tell you this, yesterday was one thing, today was a whole nother. I mean, you want to talk about just, as far as I'm concerned, domination from the Raiders' defense, that's what it was. You don't come up with as many interceptions as they came up with today and not have a dominating day. Did the 49ers make some plays here or there? Sure. Absolutely, they're going to do that, right? They made some plays defensively and offensively. But 
to know that the Raiders were able to get their hands on as many balls as they were able to get their hands on is a big deal. It really is. So we'll talk to David Lombardi again sometime in the 4 o'clock hour. We're aiming for the top of the hour, right? That's the goal, but it's not guaranteed. It could be 410. It could be 415. Whatever the case may be, we're flexible. You know, we're we, we on the fly. We keep our head on the swivel. That's what we do around here. But uh, we're lined up, man. We're locked and loaded. We have a fantastic show for you. Kenny King Sr., former Raider running back at 2.30. Cassie Soto at 3. Kenny King Jr. at 3.30. David Lombardi from The Athletic at 4. Plus, I want to hear from you, Raider Nation, at 702-365-9200. And the don'tbebroke.com text line is 69187, keyword R&R. We got winning on the way. Lotus Summer of Fun. We'll get you registered for uh, aviator tickets. We'll get you registered or get you one step closer in the Lotus Summer of Fun. And, of course, that New Orleans trip, uh, we're going to get you hooked up with an opportunity to be able to win that. So that's all on the way. Plenty of stuff to get into. Very excited about it. With all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM is brought to you by Paul Pata Law. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. So shout out to my man, Mailman Raiders, already, already hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text line. At 69187, keyword R&R. Q, fun fact, I delivered Kenny King Jr.'s mail. Laughing my ass off. So there you go. So now, not only are we going to have Kenny on the show, but we have the mailman who actually delivers the mail to Kenny's house. So there you go. Mailman Raider, shout out to you. Uh, fun fact, he delivers uh, Kenny King's mail, or he delivered Kenny King's mail to his house. So there you go, man. You always got to have a good relationship with your mailman. When I was delivering for FedEx, I had the best relationships in town. I promise you, I was that dude. And I learned, I had to learn this. And I know this has nothing to do with the Raiders, but that's okay. Actually, it does, because my man Blas, Blas worked for the Tulare County uh, little warehouse, right, for the school district. He worked for the warehouse, so I used to have to deliver books to him or whatever like that. But he always left around 3.30. Well, anyone who knows me knows I ain't in no big hurry, right? I, got, I don't get off work till 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock, so I ain't ever in no hurry. So I used to look at the clock and realize it's getting a little bit later. I send Blas a text. I'd be like, hey, man. I'm running a few minutes late. Don't leave. I'm on my way. I got this, that, and other for you. All right, cool. I got you. But he was a big-time Raider fan, big-time Raider fan. So I would park my truck right in front of the warehouse. I'd go over there and deliver in this, you know, cool fashion that I did and sit there and talk to him and talk to him and talk to him. So I look up, man. It's like 4 o'clock. Right? So I've already spent about 30 minutes delivering these uh, boxes, and then, you know, your little scanner gun that you have, it literally has like a time. It has a time stamp. So they know – where you were in the, from one stamp to another. So I'd be there for like 30 or 45 minutes. Next thing I know, my, uh, my boss would be driving by, right by, because he knew that I was still there. He'd drive by and be like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm talking. <laughs> like, that's what I'm doing, Jack. I'm talking. I'm going to get my job done. Don't worry about it. There's other stops that I'm, uh, I'm in and out. Please believe I ain't going to stop and talk to everybody like this, but this is my homeboy. It's my Raider guy. So we used to sit there and talk Raiders, no joke, for like 30, 35 minutes. Then he showed me this Raider tattoo that he got. So there you go. You always got to have lesson learned here. You always got to have a good relationship with your mailman or your FedEx guy, your UPS guy. You got to take good care of those guys because you know what? Those guys will take care of you. So, Ari, if you didn't know, now you know. Good to know. <laughs> Duly it noted. Is. I'm telling you. No, I, I was just going to say now I know how to get, you know, if I'm just around here just talking and stuff, I'm going to refer to that story. If you're like, hey, what are you doing? Get to work. 
<laughs> I'm just talking, making sure everyone's <laughs> friendly with me. Well, I'll tell you, you this. Know? The other thing about that is if you're if you have a good relationship with your your FedEx guy or your your mailman or whatever like that, if you're in need of something, you should always have their number. By the way, if you're in need of something, you could always reach out and be like, "Hey, I ain't gonna be around, but I know this box is supposed to be coming to the house." Either hold on to it. Can you hide it? Can you put it here, there, and the other? They'll be like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'm telling you, that's the tricks of no, the trade. No, that's true. That's a good point. Right I, have I, don't... More, I have more phone or more, um, more addresses in my phone. Like, those are my contacts. You know what I mean? Like, I can go to my phone right those... now. No, I, I promise you. And this is so off base. It doesn't even matter, though. It's cool. This is what we do. And I could punch in, like, 4780, and it's like 4780 Tulare Avenue. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got, wow. I got yeah. <laughs> I have so many contacts that are just addresses. It's like, all right, this is the address and this is the phone number, so I can reach out and be like, hey, this is I'm running a little bit behind, but I got a package for you. Don't leave. Man, I'm telling you. I don't even know my neighbors like that. I, I don't Oh, you're tripping. Yeah, I just keep myself. <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have a good relationship with these guys, man. I'm telling yep. you, they'll they'll take care of you. I'm gonna learn you, Ari. All right. I'm gonna learn you, man. You're 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 gonna be all right. By the time you're done messing with me, you're gonna be That's all right. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be done messing with you immediately. <laughs> Let me get off his mic. <laughs> right, no doubt, no doubt. So, getting back to the topic at hand, and I got a couple topics for you. Uh, first of all, since it's Alumni Weekend, we got Kenny King Sr. coming up at 2.30 to talk all things about Alumni Weekend, how the Raiders treat their alumni better than any other franchise in the National Football League. Since it's Alumni Weekend, if you can sit down and talk shop with just one former Raider, you can't give me two, not like LeBron, not two, not three, not four, not five. You know, you know it can't, it's got to be one. If you could sit down and talk shop with one former Raider, anybody, who would it be? Because, again, the Raiders treat their alumni better than any other organization in the NFL and probably better than any organization in sports in general. They embrace their alumni like no other. So that's the first question. One former Raider, only one. Limit yourself, Raider Nation. I know it's hard. Even when I was thinking of the question myself, I was like, well, what about this guy? Well, what about that guy? Well, see, I've already talked to this. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it's very difficult. So that's one of the questions. And then the second question has to do with the preseason game coming up on Sunday. What or who do you want to see and focus in on in Sunday's preseason game number one? I doubt you'll see Jimmy G. I know you won't see Devontae. You're not going to see any of the big-time players, right? You're not going to see any of the starters just because it's preseason game number one, and they don't traditionally do that. But for you – what do you want to see? Who do you want to see and focus in on in Sunday's preseason game, number one? So those are the two questions that I have for you that you can uh, respond on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R, or you can always give us a call at 702-365-9200. Matter of fact, got a couple texts I'll get to real quick, and then I got a couple patient uh, people waiting online. Uh, <laughs> got one text from the 619, sounds just like the post office management. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so you know how it goes down. I respect that. Sir Whiskey Ray said, gentlemen, happy Friday on this beautiful day. Let me start off by saying it's actually nice to finally hear that our defense is playing with swag and causing havoc. I know it's training camp, but it is it is start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. I'm really hoping this carries over to the regular season. If it does, the NFL will be in for a rude awakening. I've said it many times, Q, I want a solid defense. As for Devontae Adams, I hope he's okay after what happened today. Let him just sit out until week one. Thanks, as always, guys. Have a good weekend. That's Sir Whiskey Ray. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, if the Raiders could put together a really solid defense, really, especially one that comes up with the ball like they're doing so far, man, everyone who predicted a, a five-win team, maybe a six-win team, will be in for something. Because you imagine, you think back to what they did last year. If they had a defense that was worth the salt that could come up with some plays, 
they're winning eight, nine games, right? I mean, easily they're winning eight or nine games because they just had some games where the defense just absolutely blew it, right? And obviously they had games where their offense didn't complement them like they should have either. But if you could have a defense that takes the ball away, that is such a game changer. So, yeah, Sir Whiskey Ray, like you said, if their defense, if what they're doing right now carries over, that could be a big deal. One thing I said to Vinny today when we were watching all these different interceptions happen is these guys are expecting to get the ball now. They're expecting to get the ball. That's a difference, right? And I don't know if it's just because they, they've had a lot of success the last you know, couple of practices, and so now they have that confidence up. But, man, they are looking for the ball, something that I could tell you back in OTAs, back in mandatory minicamp, they weren't doing. I was coming to the show frustrated because they weren't doing that. Now, for whatever reason, and I don't care what the reason is, it's clicking where they're looking for the ball. They are, like I said earlier, hunting the ball. That, to me, is a big deal. Passionate Raider, you're up first. What's on your mind, brother? Welcome to the show. What's up, Q? Hey, man, great, great day at practice today, man. Good question today. My, 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 the person I would love to meet and talk to would be Howie, Howie Long. Mm. Uh, for the simple fact that, you know, my uncle was a kickboxer, and he, we're, that's how I became a Raider fan. And they always called him Howie the Hitman Halverson. Because <laughs> so, Howie, Howie Long was his favorite player, man, so... I'd love to meet. I'd love to just sit back and chat it up with, with Howie Long with my uncle, man. That'd be awesome. But uh, but man, what the player I want to see go out here and dominate and, and have a good weekend is I really want to see what O'Connell's going to do, man. Mm. I want to see. It, it, I want to see how he's going to handle the the pressure of a defense coming at him because we all know that from everything we're hearing, I mean, he might be the next one up if someone goes down. So I really want to see how he can handle the pressure and if he's up to the task. But, but, but just to hear, you know, just to hear the defense and what they're doing and making plays out there, man, that, that, that just tickles you, man. Because like I said yesterday, Q, I, I'm all for the season. I'm all hyped on game day. But, man, I got, I got to control myself this year, man, because I, it's just been too many years to get beat down, man. And I really want nothing but the Raiders just to be competitive, like I told you yesterday, man. Yeah. Great defense. Everything sounded good. And I really like what Josh said about that not being your own contractor, man. That really made me think, too, in life. It's just anything you do, man, anything yep. you try to do on your own, a lot, if you got – it doesn't work right. Yep. So, you know, he's he got the right concept. The guys are seeming all right. I want to see Renfro this year get back on track. I, I just want to see some consistent play, cue, And I just want to go out there and handle business when we're supposed to handle the business and get it done, Q. Thanks for taking my call. Have a good day. Let's kiss some butt on Sunday. So, there we go. There's Passionate Raider. There he is, Howie Long. That was a good selection. I like Howie Long. I like the story of, uh, of your family. That's awesome as well. And, uh, yeah, man, Aiden O'Connell. I think we're going to see a lot of Aiden O'Connell on Sunday, and I, I just want to see him what he looks like in, in the game setting, right? And uh, in, in not even how well he passes or how many yards he throws for, if he throws a bunch of TDs. What I'm really focused in on when it comes to Aiden O'Connell or any quarterback that's in there. How do you get the plays from the play caller? How do you break the huddle? How do you get them to the line of scrimmage? Is the play clock consistently running down, 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 where it's like snap, 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 snap? Or does it look like you're under control? Does it look like you're calm? Does it look like you understand the, uh, the, the, the moment? That's what I want to see. Of course, the ball placement, where it goes, who it goes to, all that matters. But it's, the, it's, it's between the ears that I want to see. 
Josh McDaniels calls the play in. Does he understand it, right? Does he understand what's going on? How many people are in the huddle? Does he have the right amount of guys? Like, that's the stuff that I really want to focus in on in preseason game number one when it comes to Aiden O'Connell. Passionate Raider, thanks for that call, brother. It's good to hear from you. Raider 27, you're up next. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Man, it's been a long time, Q. How are you doing? I'm blessed, man. I stay blessed. You made me call because when I owned my cabinet shop, I had such a good relationship with the UPS and the FedEx and everybody <laughs> else. They literally would be at my shop between 8.30 and 9 o'clock every morning. And it was so routine, they wouldn't do it for anybody else. There was another cabinet shop in town that I was friends with the owner, and he would call me and say, hey, I need this, this, and this. Can you have them drop off my stuff? And I'm like, sure, no problem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they drop off the other cabinet shop stuff at my shop, and then he'd come by and pick it up because he yep. had to have it. And I was the only one they would come to first thing in the morning. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So That's how it I goes. Talk, if I got to talk to somebody, it would be Jerry Robinson because Ooh. we got to know Jerry when we were season ticket holders in yep. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And my wife made a birthday cake of him, and, and I guess he passed it down to his neighbors. and. He would come out and tailgate and eat with us after the game sometimes. And we'd go to the tunnel and we'd always say hi and talk to Jerry. So I've lost track of him. I'd love to just say hi to Jerry again and see how he's doing. I'll tell you this. Great call. I'll tell you this. He's doing well. He's doing great, as a matter of fact. Funny story is last year on the way to the Hall of Fame, he sat right next to me on the plane when we were going for Cliff Branch. He sat next to me on the plane, and me and him have been tight and really good Ever since then, every time he sees me, it's a big hug. Every time he sees me, it's a lot of good conversation. Uh, He got me into a section that I had no business being in last year at the Hall of Fame. I mean, Jerry Robinson is A1, man. He's fantastic. Good. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. I didn't know. I thought thought he was still there. I'm sorry, Ari. (laughs) I left you hanging. My bad, Doc. (laughs) But, yeah, Jerry Robinson is fantastic, man. He's, he's, man, that's a good one. I can't wait to see him. I guarantee he'll be here. This upcoming weekend. Uh, one more text, and then we'll take a break. Raider MG in Sacramento, uh, the 916. He said, what up, Q? This year I'm excited. I'm looking for Jimmy G to break Derek Carr's single-season touchdown record for the Raiders, and maybe not the yards, but definitely touchdowns. 10 to 12 wins and a playoff run. That's what, bring, that's what bringing in Jimmy means to me, at least. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. That's Raider MG in Sacramento. All right, well, there you go. You're calling your shot. I'm not mad at that. Call your shot. Do what you got to do. Jimmy looks calm, cool, and comfortable, right? Uh, Austin Hooper, the tight end, said that uh, that Jimmy G in the huddle has everybody relaxing, exhaling, right? He's not getting flustered. He doesn't get, you know, too high. He's just chill, calm, and cool. And that is something that the players feel comfortable with. And what I noticed when he said that is something that I remember, and I don't remember who said it. It might have been, I think it was Mike Haynes who said it to me when we were talking about Coach Flores before he went into the Hall of Fame. I said, what was the biggest deal about Coach? He said, he never, ever got flustered. So when we looked over at the sideline and saw our coach chill and not panicked or worried or losing his mind or pulling his hair out, we were chill and relaxed and understood that we're still in the moment and everything's going to be fine. And we didn't start pulling our hair out and start panicking. So when I heard... Austin Hooper say that about Jimmy G, not trying to compare Jimmy G to Coach Tom Flores, obviously, but they have that same demeanor where Coach never got too high, never panicked, never worried about anything. Jimmy is 
maybe he's he's cooler than the other side of the pillow, maybe just because he don't know no better, or maybe that's just who he is. But either way, it's a good look, and the players can appreciate that. So keep that feedback coming, 69187, keyword R&R. Coming up next, Kenny King Sr. It's Alumni Weekend, baby. He'll join the show. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. Same formation as first down, second and goal from the one. Snap, give to Josh again, off the right side, has some room, squeezes in. Touchdown Raiders! An opening drive, 75-yard push, and Jacobs caps it off with a one-yard dive through the right side, and it's 6-0 Las Vegas. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. It is alumni weekend. We threw the question out there on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r If you could sit down and talk shop with one former Raider, who would it be? Again, 69187, keyword R&R. Well, you know who I choose? I choose Kenny King Sr. And Kenny King Sr. joins us on the phone lines now. And, Kenny, thanks so much for your time. It's always great to catch up with you, my man. How is it, man? Alumni weekend. How fun is this with an organization that treats their alumni like no other? Dude, i tell you what. I'm excited. Uh, been prepping for this for a couple of weeks. i uh, got my daughter coming with me for the first time and. You know, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because you know it's always so much fun when you get with the uh, the Raider alumni, get with the you know former players and current players, and and get a chance to just hang out. You know, and, and I'm and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and what is it about the Raiders? I always ask every member of the alumni whenever I get a chance to talk to them. What is it about the Raiders that makes them appreciate and respect and love on their alumni like like this organization does? You know, it it goes all the way back to Mr. Davis. I mean, he made you feel like you were a part of this organization. And this organization is it's a one of a kind. There's a lot of other you know, there's there's thirty two there's thirty one other teams out there. Uh I don't I mean I was associated with only one other team other than, you know, the Raiders. Yeah. But I tell you what, you know, when I when I left the Raiders I never ever felt like I was gone. I was never ever I never felt like I was not a part of this organization. And, you know, M D has come in and done the same thing. He's you know, he's following this in his dad's footstep and, and it makes you you, you you it's a proudness of being able to come back and be a part of this, you know, this big reunion like last year. I think I think we had like five hundred players of you know, five hundred people there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many they're planning on having this year, but it's a big event. I mean, and it's not it is not something that every team in the National Football League does. This no, is, they don't. Again, can Go ahead. It's I'm only sorry. One team, you know. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Again, we're talking with Kenny King Sr. here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Necessary Roughness. So you played one year with the Oilers. They drafted you. You played one year, and then you were traded to the Raiders. What was that like going from Houston to now being with the Raiders? Uh, you know, it was magical. I mean, I, I, you know, I was at that point in, I was at a point in my life where, um, I was looking at uh, getting out of football and I was talking to a, a very dear, very dear friend of mine who was, uh, sponsored me when I was at the university of Oklahoma in the oil industry. And I told him, I said, you know what, Jakey, I said, I said, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to play this game much longer because, you know, I'm, I've all, I'm playing backup and I, if I'm not, 
I want to be the guy. I want to be that mainstream guy. I want to be that guy that, you know, you're going to give the ball 20, 30 times. I mean, and, and, and it wasn't happening. And when, when the orders let me go, it was kind of a, um, while a realistic situation when, when, when I got that phone call saying that the Raiders had traded for me, <laughs> I sold everything in my apartment. Everything in my apartment was gone in 72 hours. Wow. And I was on my way to Oakland. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'll you tell know you. What? Hey, and I ain't looked back since. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I'll tell you what, Kenny. When I I moved from uh, me and the wife, the family, we moved from Central Texas to Vegas, and we left everything behind too. I was like, we'll buy some new stuff when we get to town. Let's get up out of here. Let's go on to Vegas. So. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to go. You know, I mean, and like I said, this this organization is like no other. I mean, I, I like I said, I I talked to other players that play for other teams. Oh, they talk about the events that they do, but I tell you, I'll never forget uh, the um, induction last year for Cliff Branch. MD oh. threw a party. He, yes. he, he, he celebrated Cliff Branch. Cliff Branch is remembered. Yeah, he was, and I, I remember being there in, in Canton and, and being there to see Diana Ross performing, and that was, you want to talk about a celebration. I ain't got to tell you, that was a celebration for real. <laughs> That's that's a Raider that's a Raider celebration. That's awesome. Yeah, it really was. And having the whole hotel, nothing but Cliff Branch all over it. That that was again, that was one that'll always be remembered and always talked about. And Kenny, you mentioned you mentioned, you know, you wanted to be the guy. You wanted to be the guy to get the ball twenty or thirty times. What do you think of when you see the way that the running backs are looked at nowadays, where it's like, hey, we can get one anywhere and we can do running back by committee and they don't really have too many of those bell cows anymore? They don't have respect for the for the running backs. I mean, they're they're just not getting the respect. Right. These guys, these guys have you know shown that they you know they're capable of uh, you know carrying the ball twenty 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 five times. I'm gonna tell you right now, twenty twenty five times a game today in this game with the size and the and the, and the uh, strength of the players today, and the, the strength and the you know size of the players today is so much greater than it was twenty thirty years ago. Um, you know, you had maybe two or three, you know, not two or three guys, but, you know, you had, you know, maybe three or four all-pro players on, on your team. Now you have probably, you know, 11 defensive players. You probably got six or seven guys that could make all-pro easily. But, you know, there's a lot, so much more competition. And I think that the, the playing ability that these play, that the running backs have shown, uh, the Josh Jacobs, the Saquon uh, Barkley and, and the kid up in in uh, Indianapolis, you know it's it's time. You know mm-hmm. let's 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 give them let's give them their respect. Yeah, there, I there's think, no. I think you know, to be honest with you, I think what hurt I think what has hurt what hurt them is when when the money was given out to Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. and Ezekiel did not pan out. I think that other teams are now looking at that and saying, hey, you know what, we, we're going to give this guy 12, 15, 15, 20 million dollars and we're not going to get, we're not going to get what we need out of them. Because the running backs, you know, running backs is going to get hit every play, yep. every, you know, every or every other play. So they're going to take a lot more hits and there's a lot more chances, but you got to pay them for what they bring, what they bring to the table. Right. You're right about that. I, I agree 100%. And, Kenny, you were a special back. You played with special backs like Marcus Allen. You've seen Josh Jacobs plenty. Uh, he, h- how special is that young man? You know what? 
when that kid came out a couple of years ago, I mean, I, I saw his, I saw his greatness. It's something that Al Davis said to me. He said, you know, um, you're not great yet, but you, you have, you have the potential to be great. I will say this for Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is great. Josh Jacobs is a great running back, and he's proven that he's a great running back, and he needs to be paid like a great running back. I agree 100%, and we'll we'll see how it all shakes out again. And, and this is something that we've talked about, Kenny, a lot on this show is that, you know, it's, it's not a Raiders thing. It's a – it's an NFL thing, and it's a front office thing, and it's, it's just what they're doing. And, and the value, like you mentioned, and the respect that they're giving to the running back position, it's the whole league that's looking at them like that now. Well, I mean, you've you, you got to look at it. I mean, you've got the quarterbacks that are making $52 million a, uh, a season. You've got wide receivers that are making $25, million, $30 You've got your defensive line and your, you know, your, your uh, certain defensive linemen that are getting that. You don't have any linebackers that are getting that kind of money. You've get you got a few defensive backs that are getting that kind of money. But what running back, what running back in the National Football League is getting that type of money? What running back is getting that type of money that Ezekiel Elliott was making? Right. No one. Right. No one. There's no doubt, and, and 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 it's and they're trying to stay and they're trying to stay uniform <laughs> so that they don't outbid themselves uh, on this situation. But what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to tear up the nucleus of the, of your organization, yeah. of your team. Josh Jacobs is a is a is an implant in that organization. He is he is a very viable person that needs to be recognized and dealt with accordingly. He needs to be nurtured. He needs to be paid. He needs to be – and you know what? We need to just say, hey, you know what? Bite the bullet and let's do it. Right. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And, and I'm hoping that that happens sooner rather than later. Of course, he can only sign the one-year deal now since that day, that deadline has gone by. But, yeah, I'm with you. He was the engine. He was the identity of the Raiders last season, and he needs to continue to be the identity moving forward. Again, we're talking with Kenny King Sr., former Raider running back here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. So how fun is it to talk about that iconic play back in the Super Bowl against the Eagles where you had the 80-yard touchdown catch on a play that was really a broken scramble play that you helped create and Plunkett hit you, and you took it the distance. How much fun is it when you tell that story? Uh, it, you know, it's it, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it brings it brings back a lot of memories. And one of the things that I appreciate about it is that you know I go to events. I don't do a lot of events, but when I do go places, and so, you know, someone come up to me and they say, "I remember Super Bowl 15 and <laughs> watching you run down the sideline," and you know, that's how many years? Forty years ago? I mean, how long ago was that? But you know what? The fans still remember it like it was yesterday. They talk about it like it was yesterday. And when you tell them something, and when you sit down and start telling them about the intricate parts of that, of what happened and what should have, what should, was supposed to happen, and and then just to be able to see, you know, and then go like, you know, Kenny, can you ran with the uh, ball with a, like a loaf of bread? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had it. I wasn't worried. Bobby Chandler, Bobby Chandler's got my last block, and I'm not worried about you know, you know, a fumble in the football. <laughs> but I, I, I tell you, it's it's that that play, that play that year was magic for me because you know what? I came out of Houston. I, I mean, I, I was I got drafted by Houston, and I, and I thank Houston for drafting me. Thank them for you know thinking of me and, and drafting me in the third round. 
But, you know, I play with a lot of pain. I play with cracked rib. I could play with a cracked rib and a fractured rib. One side was cracked, one side was fractured for ten weeks, and then I've got put on injured reserve right before the uh, the Thanksgiving game with the Dallas Cowboys. So I say I played I played uh, special teams, but you know, and then to be able to be brought to you know get drafted uh, to get traded to the Raiders and come out there. And this is my last shot because, I, like I said, I was thinking of getting out of football. I was going into the oil industry. I was making $35,000 a year, and, and Jakey Sandiford was going to, you know, put me in the oil industry, paying me that kind of money and put me in a suit and, and teach me the business. Right. But to be able to not and then to play in Super Bowl 15 and have the, you know, have the longest touchdown run in Raider history in 1980, have the longest touchdown run in, in Super, you know, pads in, in Super Bowl history, win the, win the Super Bowl, go to the Pro Bowl. You know, I mean, I am, I am blessed. I have been blessed. I and that's, that's just how, you know, and then, and now to be able to, Come out there, you know, tomorrow, spend the next couple of days, you know, telling lies and <laughs> telling, a lot of, telling a lot of lies and, you know, and embellishing on, on those lies. And, you know, and, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Rod Martin and Henry Lawrence and Ted, Kent, you know, Ted Hendricks and Reggie Kinlaw and, you know, Raymond Chester and, and Otto and, you know, I, I just you know, I, I and and not, and not only that, our owner and you know, and our our staff that brings us, you know, puts us all together. You know, Shannon and that team, her team, that puts all of this together to get everybody there. I tell you what, and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I know you are, and I, I know the the players are all excited to get together. The band of brothers. I got to ask you, Kenny, uh, who tells the best lies or who tells the most lies? <laughs> uh, Lester. <laughs> I know that's right. That's my guy, but I know that's right. <laughs> I love Lester like a brother. I tell you, what, you don't know whether it's the truth or if it's a fear. What is it, Lester? <laughs> Last year was this. This year is this. What? 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 Come on, man. Come on. Keep I love it. Straight. I love it. I love it. Well, Kenny, it's been a pleasure. I did want to tell you and ask you before we let you go, we're going to have your son, Kenny King Jr., on a little bit later in the next hour. We're going to have him on the show. How does it make you feel knowing that he represents the Raiders like he does, has the shows, always out at the games, and is just such a great stand-up dude with your name on, on his back? You know, I, I love my son, I, and I'm proud, of, I'm proud of him for what he, what he believes in. He's always been a Raider fan. He will always be a Raider fan. And the love of the game is so big. And, and, and the, as much as he, he, he loves the game more than I do. I mean, this <laughs> kid loves, he can tell, he tells me things that I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, well, I, I didn't know that. Uh, but yet, I, I'm, I'm really proud of him. I'm proud of what he's trying to what he's trying to accomplish, and and I hope that he he succeeds in in getting his uh, podcast together. Yeah, he will. He's a good dude. He does a good job. Well, Kenny, thanks so much, man. It's always great to catch up with you, and I look forward to seeing you this upcoming weekend. See you tomorrow. All right, there he goes, Kenny King, senior, former Raiders running back. Good stuff. We can sit there and talk for thirty minutes, right? If I didn't have Ari screaming down my neck like Q, you got to go to break. Q, you got to go to commercial. Q, you got to – man, we would have still been talking like we were at the bar, hanging out, 
right? That's just what I do. I start talking, get on roll, and Ari's like, Q. Sorry, Ari. Got I'm bills bought. to pay. <laughs> That's what we do. But, again, it's alumni weekend. If you can sit down and talk shop with one former Raider, like we just did with Kenny King Sr., who would it be? 69187, keyword R&R. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Just got a tweet from NC Raider for Life. He said, Q, thank you for Kenny King Sr. interview. One of my favorites. Just got a black 33 jersey with King on it. So there you go. That's from NC Raider for Life. Good stuff with uh, uh, for him and obviously really good stuff with uh, Kenny King Sr. that we had on it. We'll have Kenny King Jr. on around 3.30. We won't have Cassie. Cassie was supposed to join us at the top of the hour, but she's still doing some editing work uh, for her job, for the RJ. And, uh, yeah, so she's still in the media room. She's really busy and backed up, so I told her, don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. We're good. We got plenty of open line time. Uh, we got plenty of text to get to as well. So you can always hit us up at 69187, keyword R&R. And, of course, you can give us a call at 702-365-9200. Two questions that I threw out there to you. What do you want to see on Sunday, or who do you want to see on Sunday in preseason game number one? Who are you going to be focused in on? And then with it being alumni weekend, if you could sit down and talk shop with one former Raider, who would it be? And it doesn't – I asked, I saw someone hit me up and say, does it have to be a player? Because if not, I would, it would be Al Davis, no-brainer. No, it doesn't have to be a player. Al Davis was a Raider, right? As long as it's a former Raider, that's all – but it's only one. You can only pick one, 69187, keyword R&R. We got Raider Ryan said, I'd love to sit on a bar stool and have a few beers or several with Phil Villapiano. And he is fantastic to catch up with. Anytime you get a chance to catch up with Foo, it's great. I know JT has him on the show quite a bit. The Morning Tailgate's had him on. I've had him on. He is fun. He is a fun dude. And he starts telling stories. You want to talk about what Kenny King Sr. said about telling lies? He always starts calling out the guys that tell the lies. I did think it was interesting that he said Lester Hayes uh, tells, tells the biggest lies and the most lies. That's my man Vegas Jess. Vegas Jess hit me up and said Lester's my guy, and that's his, that's his player. Lester Hayes is his guy. Vegas Jess used to always wear number 37 for that exact reason. Anytime he sees me, stay low. Stay low, Q. You know, he always says that. And then, you know, and then he turns around and is disrespectful and he pushes me in the small of my back uh, while he's trying to be wide receiver and I'm trying to be a DB and I'm trying to stay low. While I, when I'm staying low, my man, my man hits me. But that's a whole other story. Uh, Sir Whiskey Ray said, Q, what a fantastic interview. I absolutely love it when you get an alumni player and they reminisce about their time in the silver and black. Thanks as always, Q. Raider Nation loves when we hear from our alumni, and that's absolutely true. Uh, also, El Paso Raider, Q, Ari, what's good on this Friday? I would talk to my favorite, Seawood the Goat. Love what I'm hearing in practice with this defense where creatures a habit and it's contagious. They keep balling and getting picks in practice. It will transition into game day. You play like you practice. That's El Paso Raider. There's no doubt about that. I'm glad you brought up Charles Woodson. Last year at Cliff Branch's Hall of Fame party cele- celebration where Diana Ross performed, I took a picture and I actually tweeted it out of Charles Woodson sitting down talking with Lester Hayes. That's a lot of interceptions between the two guys. Can you imagine what that conversation was like? Like, that's – it's so funny. People always look at me because I, I talk for a living and I talk a lot and I talk loud, but the, my favorite thing to do is just sit there and listen to everybody else talk. I would love to just sit there and sat there next to C. Wood and Lester Hayes and heard that conversation, right? I don't care if it's about football. I don't care if it's about this, that, and the other, but those two greats right there, both of which should be in the Hall of Fame, I know C. Wood's in. Lester is obviously not, but, man, those two dudes, man, come on. Talking to those two dudes, that would be a whole lot of fun, and that was just, that was just cool seeing them together in a setting, and I had no idea 
what they were talking about. Seawood is my favorite too, by the way. All-time favorite. I got an opportunity to take, take a picture with him at that, uh, that Hall of Fame celebration for uh, Cliff Branch as well. So that was a big highlight for me. Uh, one more. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's up? We got one from Just Win Wendy. I was really remembering Marcus Peters last week. Said the defense has to play offense. When the ball's in there, anyone can catch it and change the game. You know me. I'm so excited to hear about those interceptions. Bang, bang, the dumb whiner gang. Just win, Wendy. Good stuff. Good stuff, Just Win Wendy. I like that. So keep those coming, and you keep the calls coming as well. We don't have Cassie Soto joining us at the top of the hour, so we're wide open like some old-school TV antennas. We can get to some Josh McDaniel sound, but I'd love to hear from you. 702-365-9200. Also, the don'tbebroke.com text sign, 69187, keyword R&R. Holler at me. Let me know. Who would you sit down, former Raider? Who would it be? It's Raider Radio 920.